Welcome to Galaxy Radio, listener. If you've come here looking for an escape from the normal, you've come to the right place. Here on Galaxy Radio, anything can happen, anything is possible. If you intend to stay for the duration of the story, I advise you get comfy, grab something to snack on, and buckle in for the ride. All musical credit goes to Mew. Check out his channel in the link in the description below. All stories here are created and written by Elisha Roscoe. Any likeness to other stories is pure coincidence. No stories have been stolen or used without the author's permission here. Any form of re-uploading or reproduction of Galaxy Radio narration or Elisha Roscoe's work is strictly prohibited without permission of Galaxy Radio or Elisha Roscoe. Thank you and enjoy the show. The Mantis, Part 1 My name's Jim Allen, Private Investigator, or PI for short. I've been a PI for several years now, and I can say I haven't been so successful in solving any murders or exposing any corruption within government. My career has been less than exciting. The biggest case I've ever encountered was when I tracked down a long-lost relative for a client. Real heart-touching. But other than that, I can't say my career has been extremely successful. It's not that I'm a bad detective, it's just that people don't really hire private investigators anymore, so business is a bit slow. I had to get a part-time job at a local supermarket to keep the lights on. It was my second week into my job, and I already hated it. In hope that things would pick up, I made a post on Craigslist advertising my services. If you're wondering how I advertised my work before, I used to pass out flyers and hang posters. Didn't work out as well as I thought it would. In spite of that slightly embarrassing fact, I had received a message within a day asking for my help. I was beyond excited. The message was strange. It mentioned possible cult meetings occurring in their neighborhood and that they needed someone to look into it. It was definitely odd, but the amount of money they were willing to pay took away any doubts I may have had about the job. I showed up to the client's house a few minutes early so that I could do a bit of reconnaissance on the neighborhood. The place was nice, the houses looked like they came right out of a magazine, and the yards were a satisfying green. The sidewalks were clean, free of trash that I was accustomed to. The gates were made of wood, no rusty chain-link fences, no graffiti. The place was truly a little paradise, but I knew better than to fall for the outside appearance. I could sense that below the pristine surface an ugliness was lurking, waiting to lash out. My reminder alarm went off on my phone. It was time to visit the client's house. I stepped out of my car and made my way to their house. Eric Smith was the name of the man that sat in the dining room chair across from me. He was the owner of his very own landscaping company at the age of 33 years old. I would be lying if I said I didn't wish that I had his job. The man without a shadow of a doubt was loaded with cash. The house he lived in was among the bigger houses in the neighborhood. It was somewhere between being a borderline mansion and a large suburb home. I could go on about how this guy had made it, but this document is about the case, not this guy's financial success. As I'm sure you read in my message, I believe that there is some questionable things going on in the neighborhood, said Eric. You mentioned something about a cult. Uh, I think cult was too strong of a word. Perhaps secret society? Now that I say that out loud, I realize it doesn't sound too good. Doesn't really matter to me what words you use to describe these suspicious people. If you think that there's something malevolent going on, I'm here to investigate it because you asked. And also because you offered quite a generous price to do so. Eric chuckled. <laughs> you get your money after you find out what's going on. You have my word. Great. So what else can you tell me? Well, I know that they're meeting up every Friday at Harry Goodman's house. Who's Harry Goodman? Harry Goodman's my neighbor. He lives across the street from me. That's how I first started seeing them meet up. Did you recognize anyone else attending the meetings? 
No, they were all wearing hoods covering their faces. And no one else has noticed these meetings? To be completely honest with you, I believe that most of the neighborhood is either with the group or simply ignores them. Huh. Are the meetings something new or do you believe they've been occurring much longer? No, I think... I think they've been occurring much longer than me living in the neighborhood. Interesting. Is there anything else I should be aware of? Like what? Well, I don't know. Is there anything distinctive about them? Do their hoods have a symbol of some sort? Do they worship Cthulhu or something like that? Do they chant words while doing the hokey pokey? I once heard them chanting this strange word or maybe name. What was it? The word or name was Nagash. Nagash? What kind of word is that? I don't know, but it was the reason I contacted you. You see... I'd gotten a little curious last week, and I decided to sneak up to Harry Goodman's house to see if I could find out what was going on. I tried to act casual, I even took my dog out for a walk around the neighborhood so that it wouldn't look suspicious if I happened to pass his house or even linger a bit, letting my dog sniff around the edge of his yard. Okay. Well, when I made it to his house, I could make out some strange chanting. I pulled out my phone acting like I was looking at it, and I secretly recorded the chanting. When I listened back to it, that's what I could make out, or I think I could make out. The word to gosh. Do you think I could hear the recording and have you send it to me? That'd be great. Yeah, sure, I'll show you and get it to you. Let me pull up on my phone. Okay, here it is. I listened to the recording. It was interesting to say the least. The recording itself was very ominous. Without a doubt, something weird was going on. I had to listen to it several times, but I definitely heard the word Nagash mentioned in the chanting. When we finished listening to it, I thanked Eric and told him that I would contact him the moment I acquired any information. I will note an interesting conversation I had with some of the neighbors. You see, when I walked down to my car, I saw that an unidentified middle-aged looking man and an elderly woman had resided near my car. Are you the owner of this car? said a middle-aged looking man. Yes, uh, may I help you? Yes, you may. What business do you have in this neighborhood? I'll bet you're a thief scouting out our houses, said an elderly woman with glasses. Martha, don't be so aggressive. There's no reason to be rude, said the middle-aged looking man. Let me apologize for Miss Ivy's attitude toward you. You see, we don't receive a lot of visitors to our neighborhood and get a bit concerned when we see unknown vehicles parked on our street. We're simply wondering who you are. I'm a friend of Eric. Uh, Just came over for a visit. I see. Well, it's nice to know that strange boy has friends, said Mrs. Ivy. Yeah, I replied. Oh my, I realize I haven't fully introduced myself. My name's John Goodman. I live across the street from Eric. It's uh, nice to meet you, Mr. Allen. Mr. Allen, it's nice to make your acquaintance. Will we be seeing you in the neighborhood again? Maybe. Well, we don't want to waste any more of your time. It was nice meeting you. Likewise. The two said goodbye and made their way back to the prospective houses. Something about the encounter with the two felt strange. Regardless of slightly awkward interaction, I made my way back to my apartment to start prepping for the full investigation into this very odd case. I'll update this document slash journal thingy. I've never documented my work in such an informal way. It's kind of cool. Anyway, I think I'm going to have to do some research into the name Nagash and some investigative reconnaissance on Mr. Goodman's house. That's all for now. Jim Allen signing out. 
You've been listening to Galaxy Radio. If you enjoyed this audio presentation of The Eye in the Hallway, please let us know in the comments below. For more episodes, be sure to subscribe to Galaxy Radio's YouTube channel for more mind-gripping tales of horror. Or you can head over to our Spotify podcast, link in description. Thank you for listening, and until we meet again.